You're listening to Head Table Talk, and I'm your host, Meredith. Every week, I sit down with a wedding industry professional, and we chat the ins, outs, and in-betweens of the wedding industry. So please, join us at the head table and prepare your toasts. Hello, 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 Head Table Talkers. I'm back. Hello. I'm sorry I was gone for so long. Life, man. Um, I just wanted to pop on here real quick and say thank you to everyone for listening to the Head Table Talk. I have some really, really, really exciting guests coming up in the next couple weeks that I cannot wait to interview and have you guys listen to. I'm very, very excited. It's going to be a lot of fun, very entertaining. Some guests that are involved in the wedding industry that maybe you had never thought of in that capacity. So, I'm just very, very excited. So thank you all for listening. Thank you to everyone who entered in the Hinterland giveaway. We are going to be doing more giveaways in the future. So just stay tuned to Instagram and all socials. So I'm going to take a very quick break, hear a word from our sponsor, and then we'll be right back. Head Table Talk is sponsored by Hinterland Music Festival. Hinterland Music Festival is four days of music curated for all who love both music and the outdoors in a beautiful rural escape just outside of Des Moines, Iowa. The festival features music, camping, arts and crafts, family engagement, food trucks, and more. Taking place this year, August 4th through the 7th, with a lineup you won't want to miss. Some bands I'm personally looking forward to are Glass Animals, Rainbow Kitten Surprise, Billy Strings, Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats, Phoebe Bridgers, Muna, Jenny Lewis, Goth Babe, Petey. There's so many good ones this year. Head to hinterlandiowa.com for details, safety guidelines, festival tickets, camping passes, and more. And stay tuned to our Instagram for ticket giveaways. See you at Hinterland. On this week's episode, we have Taylor Seavers of the Surety Hotel. Over a century ago, the Southern Surety Building took its place in downtown Des Moines. Today, it's now a gorgeous hotel and event space. From three distinct meeting rooms to an epic solarium and courtyard, you'll make more of a statement at the Surety. Please welcome to the head table, Taylor. Hello, how are you? Good, thanks for having me. Thank you for being on. I recently toured your space and it's so gorgeous. Oh my gosh. It's such a cool venue. And I feel like it's really one of a kind in the Des Moines area. Yeah, we are so lucky. I always joke how easy my job is because I feel like a lot of relationships kind of start at Mulberry Street Tavern, which is the restaurant there. So mm-hmm. I always joke like the food's good, the space is beautiful. So Uh, My job is easy, right? (laughs) Yeah, it's so beautiful. It's very unique. And like I said, I just feel like it's so like one of a kind in the Des Moines area. So Taylor, tell me a little bit about how you got started into weddings. I graduated from Iowa State in 2016. The event management program there was pretty new at the time. So I was one of the first classes to graduate through there. Um, My first job was in nonprofits at Living History Farms in Urbandale. So I definitely have a soft spot for the historic buildings and kind of the families that built the city that we all know and enjoy now. Um, and then after that, I was at a golf course over in Polk City. So kind of the full gamut of like community events, weddings, um, did some like family educational type stuff. 
um, worked with some presidential campaigns on some outdoor, um, like the big country bash. So, Mm -hmm. um, a wide variety, just, I mean, I love the idea that we can all celebrate in different ways in this city. And I've seen that like literally from planning, like baby showers to celebrations of life. (laughs) That's awesome. So the Shirty Hotel is like such a historical building and you can really tell that within the space itself. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about the history of the building? The building was finished in 1913. It was the Iowa Loan and Trust Building for a long time. So um, as you kind of like walk around the space, even up in the guest rooms, down in the lobby area there, um, the crown molding on the main floor of the hotel still has the original logo from the bank. Um, We're lucky enough to still have some original vault doors. And then once you get up into the guest room area there, there's like the incredible black and white penny tile, um, some original hardwood floors all through like the guest room spaces, Um, the mail shoe and staircase. uh, The staircase for sure is one of my favorite features of the hotel. It's got like the white marble, black iron bars all the way down. So just a huge effort when they remodeled to like keep those historical things, but also like still make them fit in with the, you know, classic modern vibes that we know and love now. Yeah, it's gorgeous. So when did like the remodel start to to make this into a hotel and event space? Um, so it was right before COVID. So I think the remodel was like 2018 and 19. And the hotel opened in November of 2020. So obviously that was right mm-hmm. in the first year of COVID. Um, the hotel team was really small at that time. So it was mostly just the executive committee opening up the hotel, not having any idea like what 2021 was going to look like. And also like literally selling an event space with renderings from architects as you're going through a remodel, um, selling with a capacity that you're not so sure about, um, selling with a banquet menu that you haven't actually tried yet. So um, I was lucky enough to come on kind of after um, my boss was too busy to handle all the inquiries. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So like we did uh, that kind of famous photo shoot with um, White Willow events. They Mm. did the solarium with like the greenery in the ceiling. And then they brought in like the all white dance floor area and the King's table there. And just those two pictures alone, like I'm still hearing people ask me about those like a year and a half later, later, they're like, okay, who did this? How many people did this fit? Let's make this happen again. So it was just those couple photos. Like if you want to call it mini Des Moines viral, um, that (laughs) was kind of how I think that really kicked off like the wedding scene at the hotel for what it is now. It's so cool. I mean, you have the solarium and the courtyard and then the ballroom itself is so beautiful with that crown molding and some of the original vault doors are in there. It's just, it's a really cool space. Um, So how many can be held in like a sitting ceremony and then also in like the ballroom for dinner? 150 at the absolute maximum. Um, We only have 150 chairs, 150 sets of flatware. Um, that is quoted, like knowing that we're not going to tear any tables down for dinner, which is awesome. Um, one of my favorite things about the space is the solarium is kind of the centerpiece of the event space where you do your ceremony. Um, you shift off to a connected, probably outdoor space for cocktail hour. And then again, the ballroom is all connected. So it's just super convenient for, um, I mean, flowing through those spaces. There's no stairs. Um, there's a backup plan easy for rain. So it's just lucky to have that in the downtown area. Yeah, absolutely. So if you had like 30 seconds to try and sell someone on your event space for a wedding, what would you tell them? 
don't worry about storage space and logistics. I think um, that's one of my favorite things when you're working with other venues, you hear all the time, like this space is yours from 10 a.m. to midnight. That is not the case with us. We have like walk-in coolers where you can store your stuff. Um, generally we are working with brides that do have super talented decorators that'll come in like the day of the event and truly take between the decorators that you're working with in our like linens, napkins, flatware, glassware, like it's, you should show up to a space that's all ready to go and not have to be like corralling the bridesmaids at 8am to try and get this done. (laughs) What are some of like your favorite spots in the hotel that you've seen people using for like photo locations on a wedding day? Um, I think like. I mean, a photographer yourself, you always recommend doing that first look before the ceremony. Um, so solarium, obviously, like knock out those family photos in the indoor space. Um, that natural light will be nice, like around one or two after you've like gotten ready and done your first look. Um, so obviously, as you know, that kind of eases the timeline in the mm-hmm. afternoon. If you can knock out that first look before that ceremony and cocktail hour time. Um, and then this staircase, uh, the staircase is amazing there. I feel like I'll keep bringing that up. It's white marble. Um, it's a spiral staircase that goes all the way from the first floor of the hotel, um, up to the 12th. And I think I, when we were on the 12th floor together, I think it made you look all the way down. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe for those people that <laughs> I don't was going to say it was take, yeah, <laughs> it like, it's so cool. Like you, I mean, yeah. you see that in other buildings, but it's maybe like one or two floors. Right. But like yeah. there it's like, all the way down. It was like, it's so cool. It's a little terrifying, um, but it's so pretty. And I just feel like your whole space in general is very like, you know, mid-century modern. It's just, it's gorgeous. It's for a very like cool type of couple that you attract. And I really, really love that. So what are some of your personal like favorite parts of a wedding day? Um, I'm a food and beverage person. So I've always been kind of on like the catering sides of things. So my, like one of my favorite conversations I've had with a couple recently is about Butler passing bush light. And this came to be, yeah. Yeah. So as of course, like, so this came to be, so this bride is like an East coast bride marrying this like sweet boy from Des Moines. And I just, we're kind of talking about like their first date, like maybe we're not signature cocktail people. Maybe we don't necessarily have like an hors d'oeuvre that's going to speak to us, but like, let's figure out something that like showcases their personality. And it's like, boom, we're Butler passing bush light. So it's those, like, if you're going to invest in your event on the food and beverage end of things, like make it something that's memorable. And that's one of my like favorite things that we've (laughs) like those special things we've talked about recently. That is one of the coolest things I've ever heard. Like that is amazing. That's so like Iowa, but like classing it up. I love it so much. There's both sides of the couple and to see the groom like get excited and laugh about something. I'm like, okay, sure. Like all sides are happy now. Right. And I'm sure like the guests are talking about that forever now too. Yeah. So again, I've always been a food and beverage person. I'm not, I'm not unfortunately the flower, like the linen person as much fun as that would be. I wouldn't have enough time in the day to talk about both ends of things. So I Mm -hmm. get to have so many fun conversations just about like, you know, maybe your fiance is from Turkey. Like what dessert can we showcase to like make his family feel welcome at this dinner when we're having chicken and steak in the Midwest. I was going to ask, is all of your food done in house then, or do people bring outside caterers in? What allow from outside is dessert. So we do like hors d'oeuvres, dinner and bar. 
So it kind of, I personally like it because we're really just like your main point of contact for all of those details that are most important to your day. Um, And yeah, like I mentioned earlier, a lot of those relationships do start in our restaurant. They do start by people coming out for happy hour or coming to the hotel for a work event. And they're like, oh my gosh, I'm engaged. This space is beautiful. The food is delicious. Let's see what they can do for a wedding. Yeah, that's such a good like way to get people in the door too. Like they might not even be expecting to like fall in love with your space. Like they're just there for dinner. And then all of a sudden they leave with an inquiry in your pocket. Mom is there for happy hour or dad is there for like a work event with his lawyer friends. Like I just had that happen the other day. You could tell dad was just kind of like on cloud nine because his daughter got recently engaged and he was there for some other work function with all his suit friends. Mm -hmm. And then on his way out and he was like, at the front desk he's like what's like the wedding situation there and it was just so cute for dad to kind of stop with his suit friends knowing that he is mm-hmm. probably one of the main people that is going to pay for this event and he's like okay, right I was just taking such great care of like the service was great the food was great like I would trust them to do my daughter's wedding oh that's so cool yeah and so yeah. your venue is amazing because I know we kind of talked about this it's really like all-inclusive as far as like you can have like your rehearsal dinner there and then Mm -hmm. after the dancing ends you literally just take the elevator up to your room do you think that's like such a high selling point for the venues being able to have everything just there I'm sure you have worked at all kinds of venues especially in Iowa um maybe more like barn outdoorsy type settings I I feel like one of the things that is going to stick with your wedding guests the most is like the logistics and transportation end of things Like, unfortunately, if you do plan a gorgeous ceremony outside in June and it's 90 degrees, your guests are going to be remembering the fact that it was 90 degrees. They may not think about the fact that it was at a beautiful spot with beautiful flowers. Um, It's those, it is those things that stick with your family members and friends. So if we can just have everyone all in one spot, like from Friday afternoon, when you check in to Sunday morning, when you check out, it's just, it's so seamless and all ends of our hotel work so well together. I just, I always say like, this is home for the weekend. It's so nice to be, I love doing weddings where like everything is just there because like you really do forget or like you don't think about like how much time of your day can actually be taken up by travel. Like, I don't want to say it's a waste of time, but you, if you're just in a vehicle, like you're, you know, wasting that precious time together that you could be getting photos or talking with your guests. Like that's such valuable time on a wedding day. One of those like off season people that is looking for something that like if we are talking about January, February, March, November, maybe when it's going to be snowy and not the best out, that is especially where we win again. Like if grandma cannot be driving around on those slick roads, like if we don't have the party bus going all over in the snowstorm, like it just makes everyone so comfortable and you'll just be so well taken care of, like literally from the minute you check into Sunday morning when you're done. Well, not only that, but I mean, you guys have so many of those big windows for the natural light so even in the dead of winter like it's still gorgeous in your space and like it's I'm sure even like when the snow is in the courtyard the light reflects off of it into the solarium and it's even brighter and just gorgeous photographers that love the space too like as fun as it is to try to pile 18 people from a bridal party like (laughs) over to the sculpture park or whatever it is. Um, it's, it is again, it's home. It's got the good lighting. Um, our presidential suite where people get married or get ready is amazing. So it's just so nice to have everybody all there. And then as a vendor myself, like what are some things that like 
photographers or videographers or DJs can do on a wedding day to help your guys's end of things? I think obviously just communication in the right moments and at the right um, amount. Um, we are very much a f- like food and beverage heavy team. So sometimes when we get questions about like decorations or some floral things, mm. we have to stop and say like, we can't deal with this right now, or this dinner is not going to come out on time. Right. Um, so we really need the DJ, for example, to handle the grand entrance. We need you to have your announcements ready. We need you to run this portion before dinner because we are back in that kitchen, making sure that everything is going to go perfectly. So we can't be rallying the troops like you know, handholding in a way. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. I hate to say it like that, but (laughs) no, no, that's like absolutely the way to do it. Um, what are some of like your favorite dishes that you guys have like prepared for weddings? Um, I love, I mean, I love a good late night snack. So like starting on the more casual, uh, on the, on the more casual end of things, um, slider bars are the go-to like, yes. That's so Um, cool. Yeah. Mini cheeseburgers, mini little like fried chicken sandwiches. Um, I'm like, of course, a meat and potatoes girl being from Iowa, but like our vegetarian ratatouille slider is one of my favorite things that we have oddly enough. Um, so like salty, sweet, we're doing a salty and sweet late night snack coming up. So we're doing some like popcorn cookies, some hot chocolate, stuff like that. Um, and I, I just, love, I love it when, late night snacks. Like those are yeah. so cool. And I just had the most, it's okay. I love this question. Cause I just had the best detail call last night. It's a couple with 40 or 50 and they're, they have a lot of vision for food. So we just had an awesome conversation, just like 20, 30 minutes kind of talking about, yes, we do want to do like a super elegant plated meal, but the groom is like, he really loves this family style thing. So like we want to mm. offer our guests a choice of protein, but we also like the like community of family style. So we broke it down to like, we're going to do a beautiful filet mignon corn fritters kind of on the side, Mm -hmm. like with a smear of this Mm -hmm. aioli, like holding the corn fritters Mm -hmm. up and then family style ratatouille and au gratin potatoes. And these things are not necessarily things that are like listed out perfectly in our banquet menu. And so they're, they're looking at our banquet menu. They're looking at our options, taking notes and they're coming to me like, okay, how can we make this special? And like, that's where. I can off like our team can offer these awesome things. And then the operations team that I work with the banquets, the food and beverage people like execute, make it happen. It's so awesome. That's so cool that you have like the ability to not just be like, this is what you get, pick your choice, but the way that you can really like customize it and make it a full experience on the wedding day. Because I feel like food is something that like people really remember on a wedding day. Um, like, let's be honest, everybody's going to remember like the food, the entertainment and the bride's dress. Like people are selfish. They want their tummies to be nice and full. So being able to like customize that and make it like a legit experience on a wedding day, I feel like is so cool. Yeah. And it's been so refreshing, like working in this industry through COVID, like coming back and actually being able to like have these events mm. and do a family style meal where we are touching bowls all together and like sitting all in one pod. Like it's just been so amazing to like gather again <laughs> over the last year. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I know a lot of like the art and stuff in your building is all like local artists. Can you talk a little bit about like the pride that like sh- the Surety Hotel has in Des Moines? are owned by a company called Aperium. That's kind of the parent company that opened the um, piece of real estate in Des Moines. 
So they only build in historic buildings. And then every, I don't want to say like theme of the hotel, but all menus are very locally sourced. So there's no corporate banquet menu going out with the same thing for the hotels in Kansas City at Minneapolis, Tampa. Mm -hmm. The people at the top know that these cities are special and know that they have different things to offer. Um, so just uh, working with like Parisian Farms, Maytag, Blue Cheese, Liz Legit Gallery, um, all of, yeah, all the art is locally sourced, sculptures around the ho hotel, um, a great relationship with um, West End Architectural Salvage. They've helped out with a lot of larger yeah. pieces around the hotel. Um, and I think, you know, if you're, if you're going to bring people in from out of town, I think sometimes they're expecting pigs in the backyard. So if you're going to do it, like make it an experience and make it chic and kind of show off what Des Moines is about and has been about. Right. Absolutely. Uh, you and I kind of bonded over this. Uh, like I've, I shot a wedding in Northwest Iowa one time and the hotel that we stayed at literally had like a cornfield picture above the bed like you can make it Iowa without like screaming like pigs and corn favorite things that I'm finding like um obviously I've personally stayed in the area myself but there's a lot of young people that do move to like the Minneapolis the Chicago the Dallas area whatever it is to pursue those career options it's so funny when they kind of start their search in what is their home city now in these larger cities for a wedding venue other vendors and then they call their parents and they're like, mom, we're having this wedding in Des Moines, Iowa, because we know we can make it chic and make it beautiful, but we're not paying that Chicago right. price tag. We're not paying the Kansas city price tag. Like we will make our friends travel to Des Moines and make it a getaway weekend for them. But we are going to do this on a way more reasonable budget, but still have it look amazing and still have it impress maybe our New York city friends or whatever right. it is. And that's yeah. why I live in Des Moines, because it's affordable. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> um, I mean, even when you just first walk into your hotel, I mean, the lobby itself is so cool. You have that like pool table. You have like a little cafe in there. It's just it's so gorgeous. So I want to commend you guys on really being able to have a unique and cool space, but still make it feel like Iowa and home to people who grew up and who live here it's just it's such a cool space so thank you for letting me come and tour I want to not necessarily end but I want to kind of wrap this up can you tell us the story about the raccoon that is in the Mulberry Street Tavern okay so the artist is not entirely local she's a taxidermist out of Kansas City um so pretty close to local but when they were going through the construction phase of the hotel, I suppose that would have been in like 2018-19 or maybe early 2020, um, Louis was found in the hotel. Um, obviously, I, I don't know if he had passed yet when they found him. Um, but regardless, he was in good enough shape that they sent him off to a taxidermist in Kansas City, had him all glitterified and sent him back. And he lives in Mulberry Street Tavern now. He is adorable. So Yes, just kind of a play on the Raccoon River. Um, we have like a Cancun Raccoon cocktail. The seasonal pot pie has a little raccoon cut out on it. So it's again, those like, let's put a cool sparkly raccoon up and like also play off the river in Des Moines that we're located by like showcase the city, showcase what we have going on. I love it because it's such a cool thing. Like you walk in there and you're like, that is awesome. So being able to yeah, <laughs> be able to hear the history is, is really cool. 
Well, Taylor, thank you so, so much for coming on here. This was so great to learn more about the hotel and really, you know, kind of hear about all the amazing like weddings and events that you do. So at the end of every episode, we toast to something in the last week that has, you know, made us laugh, given us a good chuckle, made us happy. I'm going to go first and then I'll have you go next if that works. Okay, this week I'm going to toast to BLT sandwiches. I don't know why, but lately I've just really been loving a good BLT. Like, I feel like Mm. I go through phases where like, I'm like, I could just really use a BLT. Maybe it's just because the tomatoes, like sometimes it's like, it's a sandwich, but it's not like so heavy, you know? So I am toasting. I feel like it's summertime too. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. It's BLT time. Yes. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I am toasting to BLT sandwiches. What about you? Um, I'll be toasting to unsweetened iced tea today. Ooh. Like I wish I was drinking water all the time, but it's, it's unsweetened iced tea all Let's the way. A little bit of lemon. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you so, so much for coming on. Where can the listeners find the surety hotel at online? Um, it's obviously start on the website. Um, I'm sure it's just suretyhotel.com, but like any good bride, check out Instagram. Um, check out our safe stories. We do wedding Wednesday posts on there. Um, we get tagged from our favorite vendors, favorite photographers all the time. So yeah, at Shirty Hotel on Instagram too. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. Listeners, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts. And we will be back next week with another great guest. Mm-hmm.